One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You can never do it like I. When you see man pull up and slide, man stepped in a room with legends, Rio and Steve, you know it's a vibe. Check the podcast, what you want to know? Don't ask me, go and ask Joe. If you're talking Premier League, he's on the front line, and I gotta go. Oh. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. Vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know what it is. It's a vibe with five, vibe with five, and you already know this. Morning, everyone. Welcome to the Steelers Right Show. Real Ferdinand, Joe Bayer, <laughs> England are coming home. I can't lie, Steve, man. I, I'm still really, really upset. I mean, you can see it in my face. I've hardly slept and I'm just been practically crying tears. Rio, I know you got the shades to cover your emotions. What a night. What a night. Well, firstly, guys, I watched your show last night. I watched your, your reaction straight after the game in the stadium and I thought you guys were really good, measured. Um, Steve wasn't over the top as you, like he sometimes is with England, which I appreciated. And you was absolutely flawed by the result, um, Joel. Um, so I wanted to congratulate you on being balanced, guys. But um, I, was, I was upset last night and... I'm glad that I had like a bit of time to sit and think and, and, and digest a little bit. And I think that I'm absolutely devastated because I was so convinced, I swear to you. You know that people are going, well, how can you be so sure? I watched all the teams. I watched how we played. I was absolutely convinced that we were in the right moment to go and be very successful at this, this World Cup. And the big problem was, um, there's, there's different ways to look at it. France, you have to give them respect and pay them respect and say that they've done a great job. Um, and you go, okay, they're, they're, they're a really good team. With the, they've experienced, they're the world champions, etc. But then on the other hand, I look at it and go, there was no better time than now to play France. Five starters who would have absolutely started in this team weren't there. Um... Their best number, their best number nine in Europe, isn't playing. Pogba, Kante, Kimpembe, Hernandez, the left back. Like these, good, and, if, and I kept putting myself as a player in the change room. And listen, it's not ever that simple. We go, oh, they got five players out, we'll definitely win. But you, you got yourself in an unbelievable position here to strike. The, the 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 timing of the World Cup when it was here, in the middle of the season, we're fresh. Normally, we finish a absolutely slogging hard-fought season and we limp into a tournament physically. We were fresh. There were so many positives. That's why I was so positive. And you, even you guys are going, real man, how are you this positive? There were so many elements that I was sitting there and going, this is the time, man. And the way that our team had... We, yes, the opponents that we had played weren't no great shakes. I fully took that on board and Steve was very adamant about punching that home and rightly so. But you still got to beat what's in front of you. And, and the way we were doing it with the players that were impacting the game from the bench. There was just the, all these elements were falling into place. I was thinking, wow, this is this is looking good. And it then takes me to the game. And I can't fault our effort and I can't fault the, the way that we played at times. I thought first half, France were convincingly easily the better team. Um, we didn't get into our stride. They 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 dominated. I thought I thought they would have bet they looked far more superior to us in all areas. Um 
I agree with your 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 post match analysis, guys. That Griezmann, listen, you got to bear in mind what he's been doing the last year and a half. For him to be playing the way he is in this World Cup is absolutely astonishing. Like it's crazy, man. And yesterday he was the best player on the pitch by a mile. Um, and in the first half, especially the way he was taking the ball, the way he was bringing other people in, the positions he was ghosting into, getting back in to help Chiumani, who I thought in the first half was absolutely like outstanding as well. Rabio too. Um, and then I'm thinking, wow, maybe this isn't the time. In England, they, we ain't ready. Second half comes, we come out and the game changes. We had them penned back for long periods and we were playing well. We, play, we, we looked a threat. Now, our big issue, and I agree 100% and wholeheartedly with Steve, that our substitutions is where I think Gareth Southgate let us down. He was, I think he's been pitch perfect, touch perfect in almost every decision he's made up to this point. But you get into a game like yesterday where this is really where it matters now. And I think Gareth Southgate came up short in the tactical element in terms of substitutions. Tactical, that's, that's part of tactics, making substitutions. And in-game management and deciding games with substitutions at the, the, the business end of a tournament, he, I think he would hold his hands up maybe when, in retrospectively and look at it and go, you know what? I'm not, I, threw, I threw a text in the group and I'll stand by this. Um, Gareth, in the moment, wasn't proactive with his substitutions. He was reactive. We, we were hit, we hit one, one, hit one, one, and we're sitting there going, go on, take the ball by the horns back, go on, make a substitution, get, on the, get us on the front foot. You've got Rashford, you've got Grealish, you can go on, get us on the front foot and change this game. And we, we wait till they score, then we make the substitutions. Grealish comes on, I think, the 90th minute. Like, these are like, the game's dead. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and, he, and you're sitting there going, it's too late, man. You've got to do this when we've got, we, we've got a chance of still winning this game and going taking the game from France. And they were there for the taking. And again, Saka even coming off. He's our most dangerous player he's been. He gets the penalty. He had the, we see in the first half, received the ball more than anybody else in the opponents for a final third. He, he looked our main threat throughout the game. And like even him coming off, I mean, I, but listen, that's probably a lesser to it, of a worry for me. It's more about not being proactive with our substitutions when the game is there to be taken. I think um, as dangerous as Saka was, I do think that Sterling did really well when he came off. And so I do agree with you, Rio. That's that's less of a concern. But just to echo what you and say, what Steve have been saying, yeah, for sure. I would have loved to see Marcus on, on the 60th minute, maybe. Because you could tell that even though Foden was pretty solid and neat, you could tell he was running out of steam. You know, like he did his bit, he did his role, he did his job. Let's not be coy. Get the guys on to really take it to France. And it was a bit of a shame. I think I was so hurt though at the time, Rio. I, I couldn't really concentrate. But if you if you look at some of the positives in the game, I mean, we had the likes of uh, Jude Bellingham. Most duels won 13. Most tackles made 16. Most possession won 31. Most take-ons completed six. Uh, it's it's actually been really good for him during the World Cup itself, that is. Um, so he really, really showed his worth. And um, yeah, you know, you had other players that really stepped up. I thought despite Harry Kane missing the penalty, you've seen your teammates miss the penalty. You can't blame him. What do you reckon happened there though, Rio? Uh, uh, to take it back, I think, listen, 
we lost the game not just because of the substitutions. I don't think that you can say we lost it just because of that. I think we weren't potent enough. We had opportunities. There were times the ball came in the box and we, and we, we, we didn't finish off the, the, the chances. We didn't finish off the moments when we had the, the, the French team on the ropes. If you're not clinical in these games, you will get punished because the opposition at a world-class level are going to create opportunities. And they did. And Olivier Giroud took two or three chances and got his goal and wins the game. So there, there lies the difference between the two teams. I don't think it was a, team, a game where the two teams, one was up here and one was down here. I think we were quite evenly matched over the course of the 90 minutes. But again, it's the details in these, these big moments, in these big games that defines games and decides whether you go through or not. I, I agree. I think there were some positives. for If you're looking at it as a, as a whole package, Jude Bellingham undoubtedly comes out of this tournament. Uh, a player with his reputation enhanced to like uh, unimaginable heights. Like what he's going to do in his career, his personality, his character in this game shone like more than anything for me. Still proving and trying. He's was his pass was the one that got us the penalty at the end to make it if it was going to be two two. A raking thirty forty yard pass. He showed so many different layers to his game um, that this guy is an all action. Roy the Rovers for any of the younger younger guys listening, just go and research Roy the Rovers. He's the guy who does everything, um, and his ceiling is like I don't know where his ceiling is in terms of what he can achieve and what he can be. I have to shout out Declan Rice. I have to say because I think he's been quietly one of our most consistent best performers, um, and I think when you talk to a lot of the foreign players, the legends, obviously we're hanging around with the, the, a lot of the legends of the game um, during the World Cup and speaking to a lot of the guys and. When you ask them, okay, well, at the English guys, you get the obvious with Bellingham, etc. But a lot, most of them come back with Declan Rice as well. So, in terms of the respect around Europe and the world football, I think he comes out of this tournament as a player who's enhanced his reputation. And I think I, I, I left him a message actually, a text of this morning about it. Um, I think when you go into a tournament as a player, you go in and you want, want you want minimum one of two things. That's how I went into a tournament. Minimum of one of two things. Firstly, you want to win the tournament. And secondly, you want to come out of this tournament with your reputation enhanced. And I think Declan Rice can do that. Didn't win it, but he's enhanced his reputation. Jude Bellingham, obviously. Saka, definitely he's done the same. Um, Harry Maguire, again. Like, him and John Stones were immaculate. Like, obviously the goal. Steve, I'm sure, wants to get onto that. The goal was, you can point the finger at Harry Maguire. Um, and that's, again, he, he played really, really well. All the other games, you get to this, this, this business end and it's the fine margins. And if you're not on for the whole 90 minutes, you will get punished. And he was, he was out of position for one second and we get punished. Steve, speak about the uh, fine margins, the goals, the France goals. Um, I've got a few counters, but I want to hear your thoughts. All right. Um, I got multiple things to say but I just thought I've said it I said it on my channel I said it on the review last night I wanted to hear what Rio had to say about it I, I firstly got to really agree with the Declan Rice thing I thought Declan had a really sort of mature underrated understated sort of performance that you read my text I sent mature <laughs> is it it, well, it was he did the dirty stuff Jude Bellingham gets the headlines it's a bit more all action and he does a lot of the more attacking stuff but Declan sits there, scans, keeps his head on the swivel and snuffs out danger. There's a little bit of Carrick about his performance, I thought. 
And I think that's not a bad thing in the slightest. I think, you know, another really underrated, understated English midfielder. Um, I thought the first, the, the first France goal came massively through Kyle Walker's positioning. And I don't think it was a Kyle Walker mistake. Um, because as soon as that happened, you see Southgate doing a lot of pointing, talking. And to me, it looked like Southgate changed that in-game. But to go into the game and allow your fullback to get into the final third when his probably sole reason for being selected is to mark Mbappe and then know that that happens, what happens on the transition where it's Mbappe that takes the ball over the halfway line, they switch it, he comes back to him and he makes it 1-0. That for me was <clears throat> sort of fine margin that I don't blame Kyle Walker in that instance because I think he was following orders. But that for me is an absolute tactical clangor. Why would you allow your fullbacks to enter? Not even the final third, but he entered the side of the box before he, before England lose the ball, and then you get hit on the transition. We know this French team is elite on the transition. We know that they're they're. You mentioned it, I think, last night. They're very athletic on Madrid in their performance. That they'll they they're pretty patient and they're very mature. You can see the experience in them. People are talking England dominated the game. France let England dominate the game. Because they, when they needed to, they put the pressure on. They looked like they was going to go score. They went and scored. And then they sat back and was like, right, go on, your turn. And the only time you know I thought they grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck was that 50 to 65 sort of minutes. And that's where I thought Marcus Rashford had to be introduced. Oh, yeah. Agree, but you know, you, know, you know the point you're making there about um, Carl Walker leaving Mbappe when we got the ball and going up the pitch a little bit. I understand that, but... I, again, I throw myself into the change room and I, and I think that what he'll be saying is let's push Kylian Mbappe back, bring him back. Now, the difference is, and this is what I love about continental styles of football and the way continental managers think a little bit differently, he allows Kylian Mbappe to, to, to cheat a little bit. He allows him to cheat and stay up the pitch and be a problem then on the transition. But I wouldn't say that that was the issue with this goal though because there was still probably about 20-odd seconds before the ball went in the back of the net. It wasn't like it was a transition and in three, four seconds after winning the ball back, the ball's in the back of our net. We actually, if you watch the goal, we actually got back into a really good shape and Jude Bellingham gets within a whisker of blocking the ball. And it's not for, for, for the fact that we were caught tra um, in transition and couldn't get back to make an effect or an impact on the play. It was that we were there. It's just that the fine margins of maybe Jude Bellingham coming out a bit quicker or his body, his angle of approach or whatever. These are the little margins and details that unfortunately decide a game. And if you get any of it wrong, then you do get punished. And, and I would have sat there and said, listen, Jude Bellingham's running out to him. And if I was a centre-half behind him, I'd say, go on, shoot, because you've got to get past Jude Bellingham and me from that far. I'm, I'm, I'm backing that you don't. Then Pickford saves it minimum. And, I, and maybe Pickford, if you're, quick, if you're being picky, could have been a, a three or four yards. Yard, a yard or two out, maybe. To I don't think so. Where well, we were sitting, because we saw the goal right there and then. And I'll be honest with watch you, there was you, uh, nothing. Watch when you look back. Watch when you look back. Um, I saw, I saw Peter Schmeichel talk about it, and, and from a goalkeeper's perspective, when he mentioned that, and I saw it, he was quite deep. But it's also again, it's it's a preference of goalkeepers. Some prefer to be a bit deeper. Some prefer to come out and close the angle a little bit by a yard or two. And we're splitting here. That hair, yeah, either way, I mean? Pickford redeemed himself with some saves later in the game mm. anyway. Brilliant. So, you know, yeah. he saved some stuff he had no right to, so I, I wouldn't give mm. him on that. Um, what's your thoughts on the team selection? Obviously, you've probably seen my thoughts on it last night. 
you know, I really thought a back three allowed Kyle Walker to just deal with Mbappe. And Mbappe wasn't a massive threat in the game. But I think it, what it would have done is it would have pushed everyone else back. If you bring Trippier in, you've got that set-piece threat. But the big one for me is Marcus Rashford. Like there, there were so many times that that France line was right on the halfway line. I took photos of it because I, I was that certain of it. Like the France team gets all the way up to the halfway line. There was a couple of times Harry Kane broke the line, and you, you, you can't even get excited because you know he doesn't have the legs to be able to get in behind yeah. there. Why is Marcus Rashford play a hundred minutes? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Got three goals under his belt, not selected in a game of this sort of magnitude. And why is he bringing Sterling, who's been in London after work? Make that make sense. I think that's the biggest. Is, is travesty a too strong a word? I don't know. But that's the biggest disappointment for me. I think if, if I'm looking at it and I'm Marcus Rashford, I'm thinking to myself, how much more do I have to do to get in this team? Like I've banged in three goals. I've come in and changed games like you want me to. And I'm still not getting a sniff. And I'm not coming into the, I'm coming into the game when, I, you, when you want me to pull you out of, the, out, of the, out of the shit, really. When really, I'm not getting on the pitch there when we're still well in the game. We got back to 1-1. You know what? I mean, everything's great with hindsight, but you know, this is why Gareth Southgate is the manager. When you're in the fire, when it's 1-1, in a knockout game in the World Cup, you're in the fire then. You're in the fire pit when it's getting hot. You've got to be, remain cool and calm and make those decisions. Why not at 1-1 when the whole stadium's going, right, go on, go on, go for them. Don't you throw on a Marcus Rashford and go, I am going to scare the living daylights out of this team now. Like, like you say, you I I just think I think Fergie goes for it, man. He's a, he's a gambler at heart. He's a, he's a maverick. He's a, he's somebody who, who senses the moment, smells it, and goes bang. Have that. He didn't get it right all the time. I'm not going to sit here and say Fergie was perfect. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, what I do know is that he ain't sitting there on the sidelines and saying relax when we get to one one. He's sitting there and going foot on the pedal, metal to the floor. This, this I, can't, I don't want to swear. Let's fucking go and get these boys. Go and finish they're it rattled, off now. You've got, they were rattled. Yeah, you, they were rattled. You got them by the throat. We had them. It's basically like we had them against the wall, hand round their throats with their toes off the floor, waiting, waiting to be finished. And we eased them back down onto the floor, dusted down their shoulders and said, go on, guys, go and redeem yourself now. And that's what it felt like. 
I want to ask you about Kylian Mbappe's performance. Obviously, before the game, we made a big deal of Kylian. Um, I did tell you, Rio, they've got a few other threats, i.e. Dembele. I think I kind of disrespected Giroud by not mentioning him, and mentioning him enough. Uh, obviously, we spoke about Griezmann. We spoke about a few of their other players. But we spoke about, we spoke about Giroud. Well, a little bit. All-time scorer. Yeah, we did. We mentioned him, but we didn't really mention Chiomeni too much. We didn't really speak about Rabiot too much. But focusing on Mbappe, Rio. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Joe, you're right. Sorry. Chiomeni mm. and Rabiot come out and, and said from the word go Bellingham's yeah. getting a lot of a lot of hype here he's getting spoken about and I think in their mind it was like there's, there's far too much focus on Bellingham when we're here and you've got to respect us and I think Germany first up obviously he gave away the penalty but mm. mate he, he, he set the tone and said listen come on then we're going to be around for the next 10 years together Jude let's see who's the best that's the attitude that I sent from from Germany, definitely. Rabio, I thought, was fantastic as well. Um, but Kylian Mbappe, he got the headlines. He gets the spotlight, and rightly so. He showed glimpses yesterday where he had me screaming when he went by, by Carl, Carl Walker. But there ain't many players that are going to be able to do what Carl Walker done to, 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 to Mbappe yesterday. Really he stood there and said, come on in. He stood there and went, come on in. 1v1, what you got? And Mbappe, but he did get help. He did get people come over to him and help him and make it a 2v1, a 3v1 at times, which is what you needed. And Carl Walker, I think, would sit there and go, so, that's what you've got to do. He's one of the best players, he's not the best player at the moment in the world. So, Carl Walker, you have to go, tilt your hat and go, yeah, he went out and done his part of the deal. Wicked job. But Mbappe, listen, Mbappe, he's not bothered. He's had one day he hasn't scored in the tournament. It's fine, he ain't scored, but he's through. He's, he's waking up this morning with a big smile on his face, and he's probably doing a little samba in his bedroom for the toilet from the bed. He's chilling. He's cool. Well, we're packing our bags to go home. So he don't, all the pay, papers and medias and the marks that he's going to get in the paper, whether it's, he's gone from a 9.5 out of 10 rating to a 7, maybe. Do you think Kylian Mbappe is actually bothered? I don't. Doesn't give a damn. Gareth Southgate, does he stay on for the next tournament? And yes, or no, and why? Um, I think... If I am Gareth Southgate, I cannot leave this story. This, this, this story hasn't had an ending yet that, that works for me, if I'm Gareth Southgate. This story ain't the way I see it ending with the players at my disposal. Yeah, I, I've seen a little list of the players, the age range of these players, the profile of the players that he has at his disposal. is, is It's the stuff of dreams. You've got, a, you've got a dreamy set of players there that if you get it right with, could go on to like win things. They have to be able to win things with these players. It's, a, it's an unbelievable collection of players, right? But he has to say to himself, am I the man to manage him and navigate him through this period and to get the best out of these players? Now, at the moment, he hasn't done that. He hasn't got the... He hasn't... Because he hasn't won it, right? And he has to make that decision. We can't sit here and make that decision for him, man. I think it's like... It's a difficult one. If I'm him, I can't leave. I don't leave. I don't. It's, it's, I said that's a bit of a pill to swallow. I can't leave that man. I'd have sleepless nights. I won't be able to sleep no more because of what I'm leaving. And and I've done all this work and brought us to this point now. And I'm going to hand it over to someone else to go and take the jewels and get all the get all the cream and get all the adulation and and and, and win. No man, I can't. I, I, it would kill me to do that. Can I read your list of teams out that he's beaten at World Cups? No, because I know where it is at, man. It's not good. It's not going to be good reading. I know. I'm going to do it. Sweden, Panama, Tunisia, Iran, Wales, Senegal. 
That's it. That's the list. Of what? The teams he's beaten? Yeah. In the World Cup. Yeah, and then it's true. And then he comes up against Croatia and he comes up against France and has been beat. Struggle against Colombia. Need the penalties against Colombia. Like, can you give me a single game that Southgate has tactically won? The Germany game well, in the look, Euros. Look, look, yeah, I, I think he has. No, so, but I think he, he, he has. He has. He has one game. Um, I, even in substitutions, even in this tournament, we were saying substitution-wise, he done well. He 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 brought on players who impacted the game, etc. But they're group games. They're very different when you get into the hot part of the kitchen. You get near the oven and you put your head in the oven during the knockout stages. And and he hasn't been able to make those decisions that impact the games in those moments. That's where. The FA are going to maybe have to look at it and judge it and go, okay, is he? But then you look at it, who is out there that is actually capable of taking the job and willing to take the job? Who is it? Really, he's got a 30% win rate in the Premier League or something like that. Like, there's literally a dozen managers that have got a better record than him than that that could do it. Yeah, it's but... the highest paid football job in the world. Yeah, You've got to do more is... than beat Panama and Tunisia and Iran. What's the highest paid job in the world? This is. Well, Pep's getting more than him. It means this is a part-time job, Rio. <laughs> no, I mean, he, he, uh, who's out there? That's what I'm saying. Throw me some names. He, That's what you've got said, to look at. You can't just say... Man's got to do less in pre-season he said, he's doing out here. He said uh, Pochettino might be a good shout. He doesn't mind seeing Poch. I don't know if it's because he... He uh, mm. sat down with him and interviewed him, or if uh, yeah, that's because he's seen him now. And now he's softened up. Because when Pep, exactly. when Pochino was there, my man, he folded like a pack of cards. Real, he, he can't manage United. We could manage England. You went soft centre like a fried egg. <laughs> Posted it on his, on his Instagram and all sorts. Oh mate, I couldn't believe it. But Pochettino, I don't think you've got to ask the question. You can't just say this sat guy Southgate. Who's out there? You could go and see Pochettino and he'd say, I, ain't, I don't want Rio, there's no yet. one. Rio. Tuchel, oh. Tuchel. He don't want international football yet, maybe. Nah. So you can't just say, oh, this second. Please, can we just do something, please, as well, by the way? Can we remember where we was before Gareth Southgate took this Thank you. job? Thank you, Rio. Can we remember where we, where we was? Can we please just take ourselves back? We were happy to get out of group stages. We were happy to get to the last 16. Scraping we out of group semi- stages. Quarterfinals and semi-finals, we were getting a rapturous rep- uh, applause on the way home. The people were delighted with us. Now we're going into tournaments with expectancy levels way above where we've ever been before because of where Gareth Southgate has taken us. The ambience within the squad, the environment, the culture that he's set within this group of players, I man. These guys, wait, done. these guys want to go to England now. I played in a squad in an era where players didn't want to turn up or players turned up with their eyes looking so depressed. They don't want to be here, man. They didn't want to be a part of it. The culture weren't conducive to a team environment where there was togetherness. We, there, it wasn't there. We weren't built to win. This team are on the cusp of, that could be something special, yeah? Is Gareth Southgate the guy, the FA, are the ones who are going to have to make the decision? Or is Gareth going to take the decision out of their hand? But I, me personally, if I'm Gareth, I can't leave this where I've got it to right now. It's unfinished business. Well done, Rio. Well said. Honestly, I respect it. Now, listen, I have to move you on because we have to go soon, but I have to move you on to the other games. Let's quickly look oh back my at God, what Argentina beating the Netherlands 4-2 on penalties. Wow. It was 2-2 after the final whistle. An amazing game, honestly. 
Messi, yeah. <clears throat> you have to say, player of the tournament, it's probably out of him, Mbappe and Griezmann, right? Messi has been tops, tops, tops. Mm. Yeah, Messi was that, man. The pass that he oh, played, it, uh, the pass by itself was that. And I, I was thankful just to be there to see the pass because I wish the BBC were filming, man, because like, in the studio, because I'm losing my voice in there screaming at some of the stuff I'm seeing, man. He was amazing. And he's just got little details in his game that he does things that others can't, where he receives the ball under mad pressure, balls coming in at mad pace and mad, mad angles, and he just makes it look so simple. He makes the hardest things look easy. Um, and I, I, I thought, in the end, Argentina were worthy to go through. Um, but a great game. The referee tried to ruin that game, man. Um, but Morocco, I, I've got to be honest, I've got to move on to Morocco because what they have done for the Muslim community for the African continent, you can't put a measure on that, man. And and they they have we've seen some moments from from teams from underdogs, Saudi Arabia, Tunisia in this tournament, underdogs beating big, world-renowned, historical teams, man. But what Morocco have done, first African team to get to a semi-final of a World Cup, man. I salute these guys. What they have done, they Huge. they need they need Huge. saluting because whatever they do now, they're heroes. Simple as. You know what's nuts? I was saying to Steve yesterday because in France they obviously have a massive like Tunisian Moroccan community. The, mm. the, their country is going to be split. You know, Arab community. Like yeah. Yeah, for the first time, you're probably going to see more you know, um, Morocco fans in France than for yeah. France. I think that's going to be incredible. I would love to yeah, be in no, France for the next game, by the way. I would absolutely love to be there. Oh, but, yeah. Do you know what? Amazing. You've got to give a special mention to Croatia, man, because I've done that game as well. They, they, that, they're a wily old rugged team, man. No one expects them to get anywhere near it. And one, one thing it does tell you is, is that if you've got midfield players who are willing to take the ball and dictate games and be cute and coy and rugged in these situations have the experience and you throw some some youth and some legs around them experience counts for a lot man and this Croatia team hats off oh, yeah. to them they're going to be a difficult I I, I, just I've got to ask you yeah. makes no sense. I've got to ask you both Modric right Modric Iniesta or Xavi I think if I you, whoever you pick you, you can't be wrong whoever you pick you're not wrong it's, it's mad, isn't it? it? Yeah, yeah. It's one of those, isn't it? Pick who you want. You got a case for all of them. He is that yeah, good, man. man. Running the way yeah, he does it. No, honestly. Um, the Android. Crazy. Absolutely yeah. Android. He's been incredible. But the, yeah. those quarterfinals, I don't think I've ever seen a series of one round of football where every game was 10 out of 10. And it was drama. And it was quality. Uh, they've, they've absolutely delivered on every single level. If the semi-finals are even half as good as that, we're, we're going to mm. pass out. So can, we, can, we just, can we all agree that this has been the best World Cup in terms of football that we've seen for years? No doubt. It's got everything. Wild results, top players playing. Um, Rio, before I forget, Ronaldo, man, you know. Last yeah, Portugal World Cup. Gone home, man. Portugal gone home. Yeah, man. I think there's a, there's a lot of talk around outside of the game with, with Ronaldo in this World Cup. And, and unfortunately, that you want it to be where you're talking about someone like that about the game and it just didn't pan out like that for them. Um, I think it'll be devastating with the way it's finished. Obviously going out, but obviously not playing an integral part in that team and ended up being on the bench. Um, 
but the manager deemed that the right decision and I thought they had a good chance of, of getting to the final but Morocco obviously went and done their job and done their, their due diligence and worked them but Cristiano Ronaldo bows out five World Cups scored in five World Cups the only player to do that his legacy won't be tarnished by this World Cup as I say the guy what he's done in the game and laid down has been unquestionable um, and I think it's a day where you talk about who goes through more than anything and I think you've got to give the positive light and positive end of this um, vibe with five to congratulate the teams that have gone through man and we can talk about the likes of Ronaldo and the people that aren't going to be able to have a chance to play again um, on, another, on another show that's a show in itself man predictions Croatia versus Argentina France versus Morocco what bro 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 I'm done with con- con- uh, predictions bro. You yeah. predictions that I said England will win it bro so don't even listen to what I'm saying oh, we told but you I'm though Rio. you owe Patrice ever some money you bring the cash yeah, bring it out in uh, cash Bring Patrice it out in cash. I was night. getting DMs. In, Tell Rio he owes Patrice the dough. Yeah, in the WhatsApp group yesterday, Patrice was popping off. <laughs> he was popping off. Um, mate, when it went I'm one, when it went one nil, the, the boulevard there with a baseball bat and a hold all. When it went one nil, yeah, he was on me. Voice notes a lot. When it went one one, you should have heard me, bruv. I was coming back, and then when we with the team dominating, I was sitting there saying, "Listen." I'll take half of it up front right now if you want to end the match. Take it, take it. And then they scored, bruv. And it just, I just, I just laid down, man. I laid down. And that was it. But um, listen, man, that's a good way to finish. Patrice, I've got your money, man. Um, I'll give you a pound a week until we're finished. Um, and, and that's how we're going to solve it. And, and I want it to all go to charity. If he tries to pocket this money, he ain't the man I thought he is. <laughs> I love this game, man. All right, subscribe. There's still more to come from us. There's still more to come from this World Cup. There's some unbelievable vlogs on the way for you that you definitely need to check out and maybe a little bit more. So keep it locked to five in a bit. Peace. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.